Welcome to the spooky synth and electronic music show, brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit, coming to you from the Sonic Shed, and my co-presenter, Clive Walpole, is on the line across town in his jam-packed synth emporium. Yes, hello Peter from my haunted synth cave. Oh. Tonight we've got some dark synthy tracks to go with the, uh, the season, starting off with uh, Bernard Herrmann's The Day the Earth Stood Still which uh, features two theremins in this whole score, um, played by Samuel Hoffman and Paul Shaw. They had electric violin, viola and cello, and two Hammond organs. And they used a lot of overdubbing and tape reversal techniques. Soundtrack. Uh, My favourite composers. Mm. So we had Louisa Hebner next. Yeah. With, with maybe in Louis Barron, who did the uh, Forbidden Planet. Yes. Yeah. This is this is a little thing I've found. Um, Louise Hebner is not particularly well known in the music world because she was a witch, and uh, oh. <laughs> she was a, <laughs> she was the official witch. Um, of the uh, Los Angeles County, and oh. and she produced uh, records with different sort of spells on them, and this one's the one of the spells. She she she, she did it in cooperation with the, with the with the Barons, um, give them a more spooky sound, I suppose. And uh, this is the demon spell for energy uh, and seduction through witchcraft. Oh, quite handy. Yes. Demons create a fantastic energy and are by nature ferocious. And when you cast a spell, you must know you will attract them. If demons are allowed freedom for venting the madness, they can be diabolical. They are the reasons behind haunted houses, howling storms, lost keys, droopy hair, nagging associates, and cool lovers. If you're strong, maybe you can ignore demons. But why not invite them into a magic circle? Your magic circle. Control their energies. Use them to see into your future beyond tomorrow. Throw a handful of rosebuds high into the air and let them fall and scatter where they will. Demons will gather. Their ranting and raving will create wild, exciting vibrations. While they wail, stare into the center of the circle. As you softly whisper the name of their demon king, he will come and answer any three questions about your future. As soon as he has spoken, perform a spell. Because the energy within the magic circle must be dissipated. What will escape and create havoc in your life? When the magic is done, destroy the circle. To make a magic circle, draw three foot wide chalk circle and cover it with a fine wheat flour. Then place three black beans in the center and cover them with cloves, salt, and basil. Three red candles should be flaming at the top part of the magic area. Now scatter the rosebuds. The demons will gather. Keep brave. They're helpless. 
Now will be the time for you to see into your future. Stare into the center of the circle, and as they will, softly whisper the name of their demon king. Softly. Sakra Elmerit. Demon energy is best used to stimulate clandestine relationships. <laughs> Good common sense there. That's what I like. Yeah, I'll get some beans and basil. That's right. I think I've got some in the cupboard. Yeah. Get some. I've got some rose rose petals as well. That's good. Oh. Well, we'll get together later when it's safe. So moving on to a piece by John Carpenter, the filmmaker who made many horror and science fiction films and did most of his own composing. He wasn't happy with the first cut and the first score of, of the film, The Fog. He, he was so unhappy, he redid the whole thing, recut it, and rescored it in the, about a few weeks. Apparently, it's his favourite score now. One of his favourite films, and definitely his favourite score. He's got, he's got a third album out now. Yeah. Of his sort of themes that were never themes, I think. Yeah, themes without films. Yeah, yeah. So, this is a. The Fog by John Carpenter.
classic carpenter elements of that, isn't it? Yeah, like the, yeah. Uh, pulsating click and the uh, and that sort of modulating of keys mm. with the riff with the riff. Very nice. Yeah, it was. You're right I was, there. I, you? I would like a bit of uh, a bit of carpentry. Moving on from the fog, we have a tidal wave from John Fox. It was a fantastic metamatic album. Yes. Recorded at his Pathway Studios in Islington, a little eight-track, eight-track studio. Where I read that he used tin foil for a reverb. Mm. Sheets of tin foil. But the main synths used on this were the uh, Art Odyssey Roland CR878 drum machine and the Farfisa string synth. in those days in the 80s, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I think it was, um, well, it was the, it was the writer that was, um, Oh, J.G. Ballard. J.G. Ballard, everything was sort of, I think everybody was reading J.G. Ballard. Yeah, or Burning Car. Burning, yeah, getting all that sort of vibe from it and living in sort of concrete jungles with a 
sort of brutalist architecture and all that sort of stuff is reflected in the music, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas uh, I didn't know how good they had it those days. Today. Now we live in, in, in the actual future of dystopia. Yeah, yeah now we're actually <laughs> in dystopia, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I'll probably make a film about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a soundtrack we could work on. Oh, yeah. Let's get in there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're, keeping, we're keeping with the uh, elements theme with a piece now called uh, Big Sun from Chassol. Well, that's nice. That's come to dry it all up now. That's right, yeah. Mm. He calls this music an ultra score because he harmonises reality using field recordings, voices, images and, and music and uh, uses a sort of speech melody technique where uh, the recorded voices are used as, as a sort of rhythmic and melodic element to the, what he plays. So it's a really interesting um, yeah, method he has. Mm. And I'd love to have seen this live. He, he performed it all live as well, for, with the visuals all synchronised. So this is Chassol and the big sun. Every second since 4 trillion years, the equivalent of 10 trillion atomic bombs explode in the core of a gigantic ball of fire located 150 kilometres from here. It takes for its light exactly 100,000 years, one month, and eight minutes to reach us. The sound of... Every second since 4 trillion years, the equivalent of 10 trillion atomic bombs explode in the core of a gigantic ball of fire located 150 kilometers from here. It takes for its light exactly 100,000 years, 1 month, and 8 minutes to reach us. The sound of Every second since 4 trillion years, the equivalent of 10 trillion atomic bombs explode in the core of a gigantic ball of fire located 150 kilometers from here. It takes for its light exactly 100,000 years, one month, and eight minutes to reach us. The sound of, the sound of, the sound of, the sound of, the sound of. done before. I suppose it's been influenced by a bit of Steve Reich It's Gonna Rain and mm. Come Out mm. and uh, there's been a few bits of pieces of used like that. Yeah, yeah, if you listen to the whole of the album, mm. not only uses voices but uh, he harmonises with the bird sound as you heard just right mm. at the end coming in and all sorts of things. It's, it's a, an amazing technique he uses. Mm, there's some videos online where you watch him and you can see it's not just a computer following the melody, it's actually it's playing actually along syncing, with it. yeah, live. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's amazing. That last track is kind of an introduction to the um, aliens arriving on Earth. Yes. <laughs> and the that's Hansons. all we need. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? No. So the fantastic Johan Johansson sadly died last year. Um, composed the music for the, for the film Arrival. And I read that they began preparing working on this in the Berlin studio by making loops from instruments and voices, and degrading them and using very speed and overdubbing so much that they just left the ghosts of the, the sound and they used a modular synth for the bass drum Arrival by Johan Johansson.
the sort of vocals are sort of quite haunting, aren't they? Yeah, you can't really tell what's making that. It sounds vocalish, but sounds the, the about, instrument as well. Yeah, I'm wondering, yeah, yeah, it's sort of, yeah very strange, yeah. Oh, that's such a fantastic composer and artist. Yeah, yeah, it was, and the film, was, well, it matched the film perfectly because it's quite a sort of enigmatic film, really, wasn't it? Mm. So moving on from the arrival of strange creatures to the unknown presence of sound piece that I made for um, an exhibition called Now at Hornsey Town Hall uh, with artist Paul Berry. My interpretation of the, of the theme now was to somehow discover its psychogeography, its history of events and see what came out of the sound of the building. The composition I made from the, from the sounds has a strange sort of presence of traces of, of, of activity without any body actually there. to 
Paul Berry. It's quite sort of a sound from a, like a, a bit of a horror film, kind of. It didn't feel... Yeah, it's strange that it has got... If you walk around an empty building, you sort of hear a lot of... It's just weird sounds make you feel... It wasn't spooky in there, but there was definitely a, a presence there. We went back to Berlin with David Bowie's was or he recorded this with Brian Eno using the, the BCS3 I started uh, composing this by using some of Eno's planned accident methods apparently they began with a series of clicks created by hand and just filled them in with different chords hmm. there's also a melody based on the Polish choir that Bowie uses in the middle Eno always get people to get out of their comfort zone and uh, dis- yeah, discover yeah, new music yeah, new ways of composing different sort of techniques isn't he for um he used to do that technique with cards, where your cards got different things written on them, and you picked out different parts of a card randomly. Yeah, oblique strategies. That was it. I've yeah. got the, uh, I've got the app. <laughs> ah, oh, right. <laughs> always useful when you're stuck. Hmm. <coughs> yeah, I'm always looking for things. So this is a uh, Wazor from the Low album.
Mm. I read that Bowie said he was influenced by the uh, bleakness he felt in Warsaw. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't use that in the um, tourist brochures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very melancholic though isn't it no it was yeah it was very yeah next we go to a science fiction story about a ringmaster clown who's who's poisoning the whole human race with a powerful drug known as the dominion it's the circus of death by human league they're into sort of mini science fiction uh, stories aren't they they early stuff yeah 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 there's a little jingle at the beginning of this, apparently, which they used to put in between each songs. So it was a part of a, oh. part of a whole story that they had at some point. Well, just sort of link all the tracks yeah. with a jingle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it starts off a bit of Hawaii 5 as well. That he'll give to none The drug which gives the clown power Means his circus can never be stopped And his dream can go on and hinder Till the last human being has dropped Like the, the the rhythms they use in the, in the early stuff, like they're, ma- they're made up from synths rather than drum machines or 
samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. That was a nice track. I've not heard that one before, actually. Ah, it's Ooh, from the reproduction album. Really good. Ah. Next, we have a big piece of furniture, Raymond Scott's Electronium, which I, I posted up a picture of it, didn't I? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. It's a really lovely, uh, lovely thing, isn't it, to look at? Looks like a bit of Art Deco furniture. Yeah. Enormous. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So Raymond Scott made this piece called Electronium Movie Score, using it. He started off doing soundtracks to cartoons, didn't he? And That's right, yeah. And films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the little sound effects you get, like my oil and all that. This is Raymond Scott, Electronium Movie School. Similar to the lost themes of John Carpenter, this yes. this could be a, a theme to a, um, a sort of, some sort of psychoelectronic murderer. Yeah, you could imagine uh, like a camera sort of moving down corridors and round yeah around corners and things like that. It's, yeah. it's not definitely not a romantic film, is it? So we're going out 
like out to space now. Yes, this is my Sagittarius A, which Sagittarius A is the supermassive black hole that's in the middle of our galaxy. All right, yeah. That keeps us all together, and uh, it's just my interpretation of kind of the fearful power of something like that. So, and it uses a Pittsburgh modular and my Dreadbox, yeah, Erebus, and Alchemy. Alchemy, your favourite. Yeah, my favourite soft synth. Blended. So this is Sagittarius A, or the black hole, drawing us in. Being calmly torn apart by the black hole. 
<laughs> I love the voices in that as well. Yeah, that was from um, Alchemy. Is it? They yeah, get some quite nice vocal. I, uh, I don't think they're vocal. I think they're sort of synthesised. Yeah, very yeah, ghostly, quite, though. And yeah, they're nice sounds. And I, 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 I think I reversed them. Yeah. So they can turn it, yeah, reverse the uh, envelopes and so they can sound a bit scarier backwards. Yeah. So moving on to the sound of the big baboo. Yeah, this is uh, Laurent Garnier, a French uh, DJ from 2005. I, I try to find out a lot more about him, but I can't find a massive amount about, uh, about him. But uh, all what the big baboon, or, or whether it's just a mean something. Mm. But I couldn't couldn't find out what it meant. But I'd, I like the track, and uh, well, I've had it for a while. I came across it the other day. Oh, it's better. I forgot about that. I thought I'd put it on. I think it's sort of appropriate as well. Okay, here we are with the Boratoire Garnier. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of the big people.
Yeah, I like that. Uh, it like being pursued, isn't it? Yeah, I like the vibrato, sort of retro sort of sound. Mm. Yeah. Bit, bit sort of theremin like, but also done in theme. Yeah, I like it. And then back into the night, with the piece from Fright Night film. Yeah, it was, this was used in Fright Night. It's from the, an album, Music You Can Dance To. But it's from, from I love, I love Fright Night. It's a sort of comedy. Horror. Mm. And this is sort of one of Russell Murray doing this stuff. Mm. And uh, yeah, like the words, words of the armies of the night are coming, they're coming. Life will be a dream for you and me. The armies of the night are coming, they're coming. Life will be a scream for you and me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Sparks with the armies of the night.
Samples. It's a bit different from the um, Georgia Moroder stuff they did earlier, which I, which yeah. I absolutely love. Must have just come after that. I remember um, Ron saying in an interview that um, I think he had a prophet, mm. and, he, and he, he said he could either buy the prophet or the car, for our car, second hand car, and it's the same price. Mm. But he bought the prophet, and he said, I wish I'd got the car now, because couldn't get around with the prophet. Track from uh, Iron Monster next. Yeah, uh, it's uh, the back seat of my car, the sticky black vinyl mix, mm, and nice. uh, it's from an album, <laughs> Never, Never Odd Nor Even, from um, 2003. They're, they're a duo, an English uh, electronic music duo, and uh, yeah, it's uh, got a sort of a, sort of a creepy overtone to this as well. Uh, it, it, it appears to be uh, not what it appears to be when it, when it ends up, as yeah, if you listen to the lyrics. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's called The Backseat of My Car. Yeah. It's the black vinyl mix.
what happened. Yeah. Sticky end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're finishing off with um, some more synth rock, some demonic synth rock. Yeah, from Black Sabbath, bit of, bit of, bit of synth prog rock. But um, yeah, they didn't, they weren't known for their synths really. But apparently, Ozzy Osbourne bought himself a Mini Moog and uh, he had an Arp Twenty Six Hundred as well. This is, well. This is full of them, isn't it? This track. Yeah, and uh, and sort of yeah, nice sort of interesting. I always like the synth line on this. Anyway, it's very simple. Mm. It doesn't have to be complicated really. I just like the sound of it. Well, I think rock riffs work well with synths, don't they? They do. Yeah, you get a nice sort of bassy sort of sounds for them. Yeah. This is who are you? By Black Sabbath.
filter sweep on that. Great synth on that. Ozzy just asks the most scariest question ever. Who are you? <laughs> Probably looking in the mirror. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed our delving into the dark side of synths tonight. Yeah, have sp- spooky trick-or-treating show. <laughs> but remember, nothing's as scary as reality at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening. We'll return next week. Some some jollier tracks, maybe. Yeah, lo- lots of new tracks. Maybe and, not. Uh, memories from from our misspent years. We're <laughs> spending more now than ever, though. Since. Yeah. <laughs> Join us on the usual Facebook page, on Mixcloud, and iTunes podcasts. Yeah, see you there, and uh, give us give us a bit of feedback on on Facebook and Twitter. It's always nice to read what people think. Until then, see you next week. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye.